Peace and blessings and welcome to the Right Authority Podcast, episode episode number three. I am your host, the KCOG, and remember that OG is the opinionated grandpa. I hope all is well with the listening audience and all are enjoying their evening. See if that's a little better on the recording. Um, man, I'm excited. This is my first uh, recorded podcast exclusively for the podcast. Um, and again, I hope everyone is well and you all are enjoying your evening. You know, this podcast originates out of Kansas City, Missouri. So, Kansas City Chief fan. You are not out of the woods yet. The quality of play, especially on the defensive side of the ball this Sunday against the Raiders, will tell you where this team is is and where it's going. Slowing down Jacobs and keeping the plays in front of the secondary is the key to beating the Raiders. The Raiders now have a tight end in, in Waller and a speedy receiver in Ruggs along with QB Carr. And what do you have? What do you have, y'all? You have a carbon copy of the Chiefs offense. So just like beating Mahomes, you eliminate the big plays. You slow down the Chiefs offense. You eliminate the big plays and you slow down the Raiders' offense as well. So we need to keep that in mind. So Chiefs fan, uh, it's all up to how we play this Sunday if you ask me. Uh, Especially on the defensive side of the ball because the defensive side of the ball is beginning to show some life. It's beginning to act like it's a defense. Uh, even in the beatdown against Tennessee in the second half, they pitched a shutout. And I believe they have uh, a combined, uh, since the Tennessee game, I believe they have a combined total points given up of less than 30 points for the three games. Might be a little bit more. I didn't check the official stats, but that's an indication that the defense is beginning to to gel. Now, with that said, let's uh, bring it off and go into some topics for tonight. Uh, I had my one of my grandsons ask me about the Cal Rittenhouse trial. And the fact that the judge uh, has ruled out the use of the term protesters uh, as a description of the crowd or victims as a description of the people that Rittenhouse shot down. Now, I'm not an attorney by any stretch of the means, but... Why was Rittenhouse there? What was his purpose? 
and why does it not factor into his intent? Because if I understand uh, uh, the backdraft on this story is that Rittenhouse, Rittenhouse is also a uh, white supremacist or uh, militia. He's connected to uh, one of those uh, crazy-ass militias that are out there. And uh, he heard a call to arms. And that's why he was there in Kenosha. So doesn't his intent play a role in him being there to cause violence and if you're there to cause violence you have to be prepared for self-defense because it may come back at you now again i'm not an attorney but it seems like uh something is not right with this 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 whole way the judge is handling this whole Rittenhouse thing. thing. By saying that, no, we're not going to refer to that crowd as protesters, which was exactly what they were. They were protesters. And I believe if from the original footage that I remember seeing of Rittenhouse, uh, the reason the people came after him is they saw how heavily armed he was and the fact that he was beginning to make motions like he was uh, prepared to defend himself with his rifle. Uh, In fact, I believe that's how he got knocked down because someone saw him trying to defend himself with his rifle and rather than to shoot into a crowd or whatever he was getting ready to, to do, Uh, they knocked him down. Uh, It was at that point from the prone position that uh, Rittenhouse began to shoot and kill the two people that were standing in front of him and the gentleman that he uh, wounded in the arm, uh, who also was armed, uh, but was wounded by uh, Rittenhouse. And... uh, then Rittenhouse gets up and as the police, line of police start to come in to the area, you can, they literally have Rittenhouse on camera walking past the police line with the weapon still strapped across the front of his body, his hands up and none of the police officers from the police line stopped him or questioned him. He was able to walk completely out of the area, get in his car, and drive across state line back to his hometown. Now, there are people who are saying that his mom knew his real intent in going to Kenosha. And if that's the case, 
this should be allowed to call these people protesters and victims because that's exactly what they were. Now, I have a, a question for our attorneys out there. Now, we have so many examples of uh, vivid, overt racism, second class citizenship, peonage. We have the record showing that this country cannot or will not treat the masses of African and indigenous people in this country fairly and equally. To me, the time has come for us to make some very serious decisions. First of all, black attorneys, with all the evidence that we have, Ahmaud Arbery, George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, and so many others, and the biggest difference in policing that I'm getting at is when you view the U.S. Capitol riots, and I'm calling the riots because that's exactly what it was, and it, and it was done on purpose, and Black Lives Matter march uh, that same year in Washington, D.C., and the difference in the way the police presence was for each of those different marches. And do keep in mind that the U.S. Capitol riots prior to that was the Save America March with your boy and his crew pumping up the crowd and telling them to go to the Capitol. Now, here, here, again, my question is this. We have so many examples of this country, this nation's inability to properly police African and indigenous communities. I think there's something that we can put together and sue collectively the local police departments, the state police departments, and we can sue the federal government for allowing this discrimination and policing to continue in this nation for so long. Now folks, you gotta remember that this type of thing goes back to the time of slavery where policing was actually first incorporated. For those of you who don't know, The overseers, 
the bounty hunters were all part of the police system that they had in place back then to make sure that African and Native people stayed in their place. If you were owned, you stayed on. Now, my question again is, why can we not sue these collective police departments as well as the federal justice system collectively for discrimination in policing? And without doubt, the statistics show that African people and indigenous people are killed almost seven to one to other races. To white folks, it's almost 20 to one. Why have we not collectively sued? Now, this is no oh, um, payoff money, although we could consider that. But this is no payoff money to the, all the families that's been damaged with this lawsuit. What we want to do is we want to take control of the budgets of these police departments by taking a big chunk of their money. Think about that for a minute. It seems the one thing we do not try to do collectively is bring a class action suit against this country for all the wrong it has done to people of of African and indigenous uh, descent in this country over the last 400 years. Do y'all hear that? So my question is, and please, if there's an attorney out there that hears this, and feel free to respond directly to me. In fact, if you go to my website, uh, therightauthority.com, it will allow you to leave a voicemail message directly to me uh, to discuss this issue. Because I'm serious. I really want to know why we haven't put together a class action suit against these uh, police departments on all levels, local, state, and a federal discrimination uh, suit against policing in this country. I don't think that's hard to do, and I don't think it's a hard case. I don't think it's a hard case to lose. Okay. So that's out there for you attorneys. Holler at me and let me know something. Moving on. In the news here in Kansas City, uh, Kevin Strickland. This brother has served more than 40 years in prison for a triple homicide that he has always maintained he did not commit. In fact, let's go to the article. Give me just a second to bring it up. 
Here we go. This is off the uh, AP wire. Court rejects Missouri uh, AG's request in 1979 Killings case. The article is written September 23, 2021. From Kansas City, Missouri, the AP, the Missouri Appeals Court on Thursday denied the state attorney general's request to rescue all Jack, uh, excuse me, to recuse all Jackson County judges from presiding over an upcoming evidentiary hearing for a man who the county prosecutor has wrongfully commit, uh, convicted in a triple murder more than 40 years ago. The Missouri House of Appeals also denied Attorney General Eric Smith a request to cancel the hearing for Kevin Strickland, he is a brother, who has been in prison for killing since 1979 and has always maintained that he was innocent. Smith asked the court to recruit to be, recruit Cruz, all judges in Jackson County, which includes a large part of Kansas City. It, what nerve? Asking all judges to recuse themselves from this in Jackson County, all of them, because he argues they have shown a bias in favor of Strickland. Really, maybe the man's innocent. The court didn't explain its ruling, which Schmidt plans to appeal to the state Supreme Court, according to his spokesperson. Now, uh, you got to ask the question, who the hell is Eric Smith? Uh, but let me finish the article. Jackson County Prosecutor Gene P uh, Peters Baker has said Strickland was wrong wrongfully convicted of the killings and she and Strickland's attorney plans to argue at an October 5th, 6th hearing that he should be exonerated and free. Peter Baker says, Two men who admitted to taking part in the shooting said Strickland was not there and the only witness to identify him as the shooter recanted her statement. Now, who is Eric Smith? Smith, who, Smitch, uh, I call him Smitch as his name, A-C-H-M-I-T-T, who is uh, seeking the Republican nomination. Yeah, you heard me. Republican nomination to run for the U.S. Senate seat says he believes Strickland is guilty. Uh, man. 47 years behind bars for a crime he did not commit. And the racist governor, Parsons, of the state of Missouri has also refused to... Uh, Give this guy clemency or pardon. So uh, it just goes to show the uh, continued uh, racism within the uh, justice system. Next up, Colin Powell may burn in hell for what he done to all the people of the world. Now, Carlos, why did you say that? Well, the UN speech alone condemns him to hell for long. Do y'all remember the UN speech? 
like a little vial of white powder he was holding up and the weapons of mass destruction in Iraq that were never found. Y'all remember that? Yeah, Colin Powell. Oh, it gets worse than that. You need to look up a little story that happened back in, um, I believe, March 16th, 1960. Yeah. 68, if I'm not mistaken, it was during the Vietnam War. It was called the My Lai Massacre. Look that up. Why is that connected to Colin Powell? Because at that time, he was Major Powell, and he was on the ground to investigate the My Lai Massacre and initially tried to cover it up by saying that there was a conflict that, that happened uh, in Milan, but only uh, minimal damage, a hundred and some odd that they reported back, and uh, tried to cover it up, sweep it under the rug, and, and let it go. If it wasn't for the brave American soldiers who were involved on the ground with Charlie Company, with the actual murder of this village, men, women, children, and elderly, it is officially reported that they killed over 500 people that day. Colin Powell, Major Colin Powell, job was to cover that up. You don't have to believe me. Go check out this article. There is nothing honorable or decent about Colin Powell's long list of war crimes. The Jacobin. 10-19-21 by Kelsey D. Arthur A-T-H-E-R-T-O-N Check that article out for yourself. Just because you are under orders do not make you right. Not at all. Moving along. You do as you're told. Part one is a special interview with Haru Afore Hata. Where we asked the question, were the vaccines safe and effective? Or and were there alternatives? Let me say that again. Were the vaccines safe, effective, and were there alternatives? We covered during that interview vitamin D for strong immune system, zinc and zinc ionophores for stopping the replication of any virus. We talk about 
hydrodroxacorquin and ivermectin as ionophores, which can help stop the replication of the virus. Remember, these were the two things that the media told you not to do. The question is why? When they have the documented studies and Brother Atah takes us to the documented studies showing that these two drugs can assist zinc in getting into the cells of our body to stop the replication of any virus. Why was the media withhold this information from the American public? Why? Why would they flat out lie about the benefits and the possible cures from hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin? Why? Please see the video on YouTube at the comma or space KCOG. Again, that's at the space KCOG. Then we're going to move on real quick to you do as your toe part two. Again, with brother Ata, we covered the vaccine uh, efficacy and adverse conditions. The definition of vaccinations, according to the CDC, is the vaccination by definition a vaccination. We also talked and showed the Pfizer crown. See an article called Tough on Crime, Pfizer, and CIHR by Robert G. Evans, May 5th, 2010. Also, the United States Department of Justice, Justice, new release on September, excuse me, news release. That's a press release on September 2nd, 2009. The Justice Department announces large health care fraud settlement in history. The largest health care fraud settlement in history. Pfizer to pay $2.3 billion for what? Fraudulent marketing. Johnson and Johnson crimes. See United States Department of Justice press release November 4th, 2013.
Johnson & Johnson to pay more than $2.2 billion to resolve criminal and civil investigations, allegations including off-label marketing and kickbacks to doctors and pharmacies. Please go again to YouTube at the space KCOG for Do As You're Told Part 2. Coming up to wrap up the uh, half hour, check uh, check on your friends, especially y'all if you're over 50 years of age. At this point in life, we're, uh, we're losing more friends than we're gaining. So make sure you're checking up on old friends, uh, rekindle old friendships, uh, keep those things alive. Uh, as the old saying used to go, please give me my roses while I'm still alive. Still stay in touch. We're building an intelligent agenda here with the right authority. We do an agenda for African and indigenous people. And you say, why is that necessary? The real purpose is to guide us back to our natural world of living, commerce, socializing, spirituality, and purpose, and bring about a more organic future for our children. Understanding the earth is a organic it's a living organism. It must be protected and respected to maintain life and give life. Capitalism and other political machineries, machineries have removed most of the resources of the earth for profit. This cannot and will not be maintained or our future generations will have to find a new home. Maybe this is the real purpose of space exploration and exploitation. Again, space exploration and exploitation. Please, Join me as we look at all these things to find our own agenda for moving us forward as a people. Please check out The Mix with Brother Walter Vincent Brooks and The Brooks Report. His new book, Trust No Shadows After Dark, African American Genocide in the United States of America can be purchased online from AfAmericaBookstore.com That is A-F-R American Bookstore.com With Love Felicia will give us a nice self-love massage and then all things funky with Funktropolis. This is the mix that will be on November 15th at 
on live on all three channels live there is no other broadcast than the live broadcast of this show so tune in 7:30 if you're on Facebook live at the KCOG in caps get you ready Facebook live the space KCOG Twitch TV live get ready 99 please join us great talking to everyone peace and blessing again the KCO the KCOG is out of here everyone have a great night and we'll see you in one week